more of our shows, please visit brumradio.com. Hello, all, and welcome to the Geeky Brumry podcast. Hello, Mr. Brimfield. Hello. How are you this fine, fine Saturday? I'm perfectly all right. Are you tippity top? I'm tippity top. I've managed to get my wallet and spectacles in the appropriate pockets. Quality. Hello, Mr. Halford. Salk, a pair of blends. Blends. I'm telling you. Uh, where's Callan? He's gone for a tinkle. <laughs> I want to, I, we want to ask him for a review of the experience when he comes back from this. I'm surprised he didn't ask for help, being how young he is. Do you need to help him uplift him onto the seat? Have you got one of them pop-down tables on the side of the uh, wall? <laughs> Depends if he's got his pull-ups on. Nasty. Right, I just put a snake into his mouth. It's a jelly snake. It was a jelly snake, and you got a family sharing coat. Mm. Although the idea of pull-ups is becoming more and more interesting as I get older. Hi, did you Callum. wear col- Did you wear oh. pull-ups, Callum, when you were younger? Oh, I dare say I probably did. My mum probably made me at some point. So, how was your toilet experience? <laughs> very good. You have a very nice bathroom. Thank you. What would you rate the? Ah, okay, three categories. Just, just relieving it. Relief. How about a ten? What was the relief? Um, I'd say good six. Okay. Bathroom cleanliness. Uh, I'd say good nine, ten. Yeah. Nine. We're on a four in a bed here. That is spotless. <laughs> I cleaned that yesterday. And um, and also sort of length, length of service. <laughs> What does that mean? I didn't even think about that before I said it. Here, you pass me a tissue, please. That's the wrong moment to drink some coke. <laughs> as, as, in like, as in, like, how long it took to, to do it. <laughs> wow, I really did not think before I spoke then. <laughs> Standard. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you want to tell the listeners about limbs. <laughs> Armitage shanks. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, you have a wonder... Is that your scales? Do they, is that clock yes. on the scales? Yes, it's a clock and scales. That is amazing. Multi-purpose. At one point, though, I looked at it and I just thought the scales only went up to 11 stone. <laughs> <laughs> it only goes up to 11. I'll only have scales which tell me how good I feel about my <laughs> It just divides the number by two. <laughs> Six stone. Go <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Keith, what have you been up to this week? Um, I'm kind of, at the moment, I'm kind of hunting for some interesting new uh, mobile games. <laughs> that is not what I expected to say. I thought it was interesting new people. No, I no, no. There's plenty of those on this radio show. Five um, Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> I get told off by my kids all the time for playing um, Marvel's Future Fight on my phone, which kind of is a, is a game, but not a game. It's one of those where you have to wait for ages. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't really do anything because they just go, "Dad, why are you playing that game?" Because all you've done is you've left it on a, in another room playing it by itself. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I don't know why I play it. I still, I, I just kind of, it's just a habit. I'm very now, bored really. of mobile gaming at the minute. It's just click games and mm. idle. Well, leave your phone. Three I, hours I, I kind of, I kind of need those kind of games because I haven't got a lot of time to invest. I mean, the the, the mm. idea of playing an RPG on my phone. It's like, I have no idea how that's ever going to work because I've never got any time. Um, you know, I kind of like I kind of like run and gun type things. So I've got, I got stuff like Beat Hazard and... Um, Still playing Pokemon Go? I got Pokemon Go on my device, but I don't really play it occasionally. I kind of, sometimes I'll click it ooh, on. Ooh, I've got I a thousand... Perfect um, game for you. 
Is that a sperm? Actually, speaking about yes. Pokemon Go, that? new uh, Gen 3 is coming out in December for the whole rollout. I have the perfect For game. anyone who still plays, What's besides what? me. Pokemon. Pokemon Go. <sighs> Pokemon Go Home. That's what I'm going to say. Keith, I have the perfect game for you. Stranger Things, the game. Uh, yeah, and I've, it's really nice. It's I've really downloaded nice that 80s retro onto my early. iPad because I think I need some extra space. But I don't have my iPad with me when I'm on the bus and stuff. What's the thing about the sperm? <sighs> what? It's an early access game, apparently. What What do you do? It's called Inst Life, I-N-S-T Life by Inst Coffee Games. Right. Uh, there is no description. Like your life, but instant. Uh, what? That sounds cool. Uh, I have no idea what this game is. So is this like, it, is this it's like the game of life, but apparently very fast. So why is the icon sperm? Because you start off as a sperm. Because you maybe? start Not from well. the very beginning. <laughs> I do at some point want to make use of my um, SingStar mics yes. that are in my phone. That Pocket Mortis? Well, I tried oh. that, and then I couldn't figure out how I made any more of the chips to capture them, because yeah. um, I couldn't craft anything, so I got bored. And gave just up. find the crafting guide online. Yeah, but then that's another thing to do. <laughs> it's like, oh, I can't bother. Fallout Shelter. I tried that. I was rubbish at that as well. Any more about uh, Pokemon Duel. Uh, no, but what I have got, actually, that I quite enjoy. Pokemon Magikarp, yes. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a, a great, great game. game. Uh, just a Can you quickly explain what Pokemon Magikarp is? You basically, you just battle you, you, with um, um, yes. Magikarp, and it's wonderful. Well, you don't fight with Magikarp; they jump. So you like yeah. have like your the Magikarp that jump highest wins the round. As you want, boys, that sounds this. that sounds absolutely brilliant. It's, it's brilliant. It sounds brilliant. And also, my recommended for you selection, which um, guy will be interested, is Greg's Awards, oh, God, where you can I, get yourself some free coffees. I got oh, stuck buying some right pecker buying coffee the other day. No chocolate twist at Costa to go and get a croissant from Greg's. Coffee buyers. Is that a problem? Mm-hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog? It's now available. Mm. Isn't that? Isn't the, that, the, the, the trouble paid, I've got. Isn't that paid game, though? Uh, it's paid or there's a free option with ad. Ideally, oh, okay. it's games that I can play with one thumb. Digimon really. Links? No. I do, I, I'm Digimon, kind of looking at some of the Yu-Gi-Oh games. That still has the best theme tune. I'm still looking. I might, might pick Injustice up one of the... Um, yeah, it's, tri- it's ones mm. that you have to use lots of fingers for. Do, I might pick up a Yu-Gi-Oh game. Uh, you, try and guess what this game is. Skid Storm. Uh, oh, how far you can... Um... I no, I don't even Shoot think. Callan, Callan cycling past uh, chuggers. <laughs> no, it's a racing game, but I'm interested by Donut Trumpet Tycoon, who is modelled on a certain person. Mm. Yes, Donut Trumpet. I've, um, I wonder who that could nice. be based on. Yes, mm. I've got a game suggestion for you, Keith. Um, it involves you using your right hand. Go on then. <laughs> it's but my you, dominant hand, so yeah, yeah. You need to find a quiet room. Yeah. You have to phone your left hand. Okay, find my left hand. Okay. And imagination. And play Super Mario Run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you just want to make sure you've got a firm grip on the joystick. Yes. Yeah. Shadow of Mordor. See, okay. That, that, I kind of lo- that looks all right. Is that out on them? Mobile games are rubbish. Yeah. There used to be some really good ones, and then they died. Star Wars puzzle. No, I'm not a big fan of these puzzle games. No. <laughs> the ones that kind of go, basically, you're just shifting cherries around on a ma- on a on a when, grid. When did Simon's Cat get his own game on the shop? What's Simon's Cat? Simon's Cat is an animated cat. It makes lots of little meow noises. Callum, what have you been up to this week? 
just get uh, generally just getting frustrated at traffic around Birmingham. So much repair work's going on, road closures, absolute nightmare. But you're a cyclist. I know, and that makes it even worse. Literally, uh, but you can slip through the gaps. That's the whole point <laughs> of having a cycle. I, I, I cycled here this morning, okay, and I had to get off of my bike three times to go up flights of stairs because all the other ways that I would normally I go as a cyclist to... were blocked off. And that's why I said, take the canal. Yes, but I don't know the canal already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're using your sat nav to get here as it was. I would need, like, I'd stop and get it out of my pocket, because I, I don't have, like, one of those... I'm not a proper cyclist, I don't have one of those cradle things for He's my on phone. his trike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, He's on, like, one of those cars from Seattle, <laughs> you just use your feet. Cyclist life. I gotta stop and go upstairs and get me phone out to look it's where like I was. It's like The Shining when Callan cycles around university. <laughs> Yeah, he uses the canals much quicker. Yes, I'll have to learn the canal away. Try not to fall in. Yes. Well, I didn't. Well, I wasn't planning to. I must be honest. What would you do? Okay, let's put you in a hypothetical situation. You've you, you, you've got you've cycled past some people. They haven't moved anyway, so you've wobbled a bit on your butt, and then you've gone bang straight into the water. What do you do next? What's the first, first thing you try and stand up? That. Hold on, rewind, rewind, rewind. People haven't moved out my way, so you've had to. I've run them over. <laughs> carried on. What They've if, fallen into the water. What if you've accidentally sobered in there? Or, the, or you've gone over a bump. That, sa- that sounds like, like a true cyclist there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I've told you to move, you haven't moved. You know all these things they've spray painted on the canals in Birmingham, basically saying share the space and don't be a bit of an all <laughs> on your cycling. It's like the it's biggest annoyance for me with cyclists because we use the canals to and from work occasionally if the roads are busy. That's so me and my beautiful you wife. You turn work in a bar. <laughs> no, we walk via the canal. Anybody can park this for me. <laughs> and cyclists who do not get off their bicycle when it gets to the bridge. Don't try and cycle. Get off your bicycle. Walk it through. That's what you're supposed to do. Stop being an arse. Get off the bicycle. As a, cy- the as a cyclist, what's your opinion on this? If oh, fight, 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 fight. Unless I have most to get of off the... my bike, I do not want to get off my bike and I will ride my bike through that time. But most of the bridges are blind where you walk through them, so you're I guaranteed will... you're going to hit somebody in the I face. I will slow down. Slowing down is not getting off your bicycle it's as like, you're supposed to it's do. It's like, as I was walking over here, you know where the um, ICC is? And they've got that little yes. underpass thing. And it's like, oh, cyclists, please dismount. And it's like, well, I could dismount. Or yeah. I could just slow down a little bit. And cyclists, just, please follow dismount. The rules. <laughs> or the cyclists just go, I don't even listen to red lights. I'm not going to get off of your <laughs> sign. Gosh, damn it. I, I bunch bunch <laughs> of cycle paths. And that's where I'm going to leave it. I know I know what's going to happen here. Is Callan's going to see Ryan. He's going to ride into him. Ryan's going to notice it's happening. And they're both going to, like, Callan's going to jump on his butt. Ryan's going to jump in the air. And they both sort of, like, end up in a weird hug. And then both end up in the lake, in the canals. <laughs> and Viv's just looking at him like... If I ever it's going to be Ryan... like Thor versus Hulk. <laughs> I'm just going to pick him up and throw him across if I, the canal. If I ever see Ryan when I'm out cycling, I'm going to try and clip as close to him as I can <laughs> on my bike. <laughs> Going right. as fast as I can, as close as I can. I, Swinging your arm out. Right. I am a hefty chap. I'm sure I weigh more than you and your bicycle put together. You are losing in this scenario. Callan just drives his bike and it just goes... Crush <laughs> It'll be like Superman 1 where he just stops the truck with his hand. 
Has anyone seen Fast and Furious 7? No. No. <laughs> no. That's just an obscure thing to pick out. There's a, no, there's a, for anyone that's seen it, the scene where they're driving straight at each other with the two cars and neither of them slows down. Uh, oh, no. Leave it at that. Fast and the Furious should have finished after the second film. No, it got, no, 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 it got Furious. good after the fifth one. The first one's on <laughs> It gets good after the fifth that one. That's the quote that needs to be on the box. on the box set calendar. It gets good after the fifth one. Just grin and bear it for the first five films. Well, no, but like, if we're honest... All the rocks in this one. If we're honest, none of them could act. Callan. The rock can act. Jason Statham could act. They make the series good. Callan's waiting for Fast and the Furious 12. Benedict Cumberbatch is in this one. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> are, we not, are we not thinking of sending Callan to review a film? Yes. And we've got a man who's just gone, Statham can act, and The Rock can act. <laughs> in action movies, they can, yeah. Nobody acting. acts in action movies. That's why they're called action movies, because nobody's watching the dialogue. They're there to watch people get punched and shot. I know, that's what they the do. Fast well. and he's got, the Fast and the Furious movies only get good after the, after the first five, when I was old enough to go and see them. <laughs> I was very annoyed they didn't do three, fast, three Furious, just to continue on that one. I mean, Tokyo Drift's alright. No, that was terrible. The acting's terrible, but the movie itself's a bit fun. I am proud to say I've never watched one of these films. We need to make you watch Fast and Furious. You just have your reactions have to, to it. You have to pin me down and nail my hands to <laughs> With the your commentary, it'd be great. Guy, what have you been up to this uh, week? Dying, um, because Sky broke my internet and I've had no internet for three weeks, so... I, I feel like I'm in the dark ages. This sucks. Uh, I'm having to use my data up. They cut someone else's internet off, not ours. They cut someone else's in us, our internet and not somebody else's. On behalf of... Yeah. Yeah, so and they, they won't fix it. My housemate won't give me the details to get it fixed. Because he, know he knows damn well I'll tear them a new one. And I won't rest out until someone sat next to me on my sofa changing my channels for me. So, you know, I could have solved the problem by now. Um, so I'm not, I'm not happy. Living without the internet is not fun. Is you know? it like 1990s all over again? Yeah, it sucks. It really sucks. Are you just you watching not... Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Oh, just, Do you I not just have, have like 4G? Yeah, but like, you have to pay for that, mate. Like if I... <laughs> so it's like I'm running out, fastly out of date. Callan, you should have realised Guy is the most frugal person, except for vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, well, it's like, let's, let's just say, you know, I wanted to watch a film. I couldn't. Go to McDonald's. Or any other establishment with Wi-Fi. Yeah, but everybody knows Wi-Fi in coffee shops and McDonald's is rubbish. Do you not have a DVD player or a Blu-ray? Okay, Cam, what if I wanted to watch some porn? So what, am I going to go to McDonald's and uh, watch McDonald's porn? bathrooms? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you not have Nobody like, physical wants mental discs? <laughs> Do you not have films on, Blu on DVD and Blu-ray? It's not, it's not just about the films. You're so, so, so we all sit there looking at our devices all night. Use your I'm actually having to focus on TV. I'm actually having to watch what's going on TV. Not just sat there like looking up, looking at my tablet. Look up, Have you not tried reading a book? I am actually reading a book at the moment. Which That's book? Impressive. Emmanuel? <laughs> a Mills and Boone's book. See Spot Run. <laughs> it's Stephen McFarlane's um, autobiography. No, he has a large head though. Um, <laughs> No, I would. Do you know what? I should read a Mills and Boone's book. I bet they're filthy as hell, aren't they? Oh, <laughs> you could put a manual on in the background. Well, do you read know? What? I can't because I haven't got the internet Joy. connection, so I'm just gonna have to sit there. No, I, the you have it on vinyl. I do have it on vinyl. Oh, I could. Oh, I could probably get in the bathroom. Bathroom candles. 
bubbles. I'm getting tingly thinking of this. I don't want this image. Um, and then when Laura comes over, you your just head appears like it out of the bubbles. Yeah, sorry, I was sort of like sorry. I was just reading how uh, Giovanni was going to seduce me. He took me in my arms. Stuff. His eyes were like sapphires. Oh, we need to get one of these books and read one on there. I think I'm going to go and get one after the show. I'm going to hit a charity shop. Some old woman's sticky fingers have probably been all over. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm about the internet so much so that I'm thinking about resorting to a Mills and Boone's book. <laughs> Not even a case catalogue. <laughs> I mean, it's like... <laughs> Do you still get the Grattan catalogue? Is that still a thing, the Grattan catalogue? I got an EMP catalogue, but that's not the same thing, really. It doesn't really work, does it? No. I mean, a little bit of that just imply that I spend my whole time doing what I suggested Keith could do. <laughs> Like, I don't. <laughs> just mostly. Yeah, just for four hours a night. Just you know. when you're shopping on Discogs and just, you get them. Just, just, just sort of worn it out to a nub. <laughs> like a snooker queue, I have to queue it. <laughs> right, no, we're not talking about anything more about me potentially <coughs> wrongdoing. Guys, flagranty behaviour. What have you been doing this week, Ryan? Getting stuck in traffic around Birmingham. But actually in a vehicle, not on a bicycle. So me and my beautiful wife, we went shopping. You've we... already said that because she's in the room, she's looking at you. I always call her my beautiful wife. She's beautiful. Beautiful. I had the chorus. Is that true? Does he always call you his beautiful wife? No, he does. Is he your beautiful husband there? No, is he? He's the non-hairy <laughs> husband at the minute. She's not enjoying the fact I've shaved for November. You've got a shaven haven. Yes. I shaved all my beard off. It's the first time in four years that I was clean shaven. Um, I came out of the bathroom and Viv said, I don't like it. Good call. <laughs> that's, that's a lovely way. To, I'm growing a, a moustache for charity. Do you reckon there was like... Mobro.co forward slash Ryan Parish. Do you reckon there was more hair in there if you were to shave below or above? Oh, definitely below. Oh, he's, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's wild down there. Oh. <laughs> Well, anyway, we've gone out shopping. We're on the way home. Edgebaston. We get by um, the Priory in Edgebaston. Road closure. So we have to divert. So the next road along from the road closure is where the Edgebaston school is, and they were having bonfire night. Ah. So fireworks, road covered in vehicles, carelessly abandoned. Pointless. So we have to try and weave our way around, try and get back to a reasonable route to get back to the other side of Edgebaston where we live. And then we get to a crossroads. Somebody parked across one of the ro- halfway across the road, trying to get over with a traffic queue. So me and Viv were trying to turn right. So the left-hand lane was blocked, so we could go right. So we pull around this car to turn right, and then a mini decides to cross to the other side of the road and then just stop. Oh, what, a, what, a, what, a, what, a, what, what, what an idiot Herbie is! Yes, he wasn't even a nice mini either. He was one of the new ones, and they were like shushing us out the way. It's like you're on the wrong side of the road here. Nice. You, you move. And it was like an impasse for about 30 seconds. Was there any colourful language used? Oh, many, many, many colourful words. Viv doesn't swear in the car. I'd do it all on her behalf. What was the most creative... Without saying it or bleeping it, oh, what the was full, the most creative We, we went to the full sea. Okay. Yes. I mean, that's just casual for me. Was... Yeah, it, my, my favourite word is twint. Which is two of my favourite swear words. Uh, okay, I get that. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But you can get away with it in polite conversation. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, that works. So you yes. wouldn't have to yes. try. There were a lot of twints out that night. Mm-hmm. But it's fine, all the idiots go. I'm going to see things in the sky which look pretty. Sod off. 
Sod off. Scare, no. You scare the dogs, man. You scare the dogs. Right, white rubbish early edition. Idiots who sn- video fireworks on their mobile phone. No, idiots, <laughs> idiots that video anything on their phone. Uh, You'll no, never like, watch it again. Ever. I'm sorry. Ever. I'm sorry. Ever. Ever. One exception to that is concerts. No. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. no, you're the tool who has the flash on, aren't you? No, I don't have. I don't have the flash on, but like modern camera, modern phone cameras can actually do really good. At yeah, but the sound menus. is going to be the worst sound possible. You have the world's tiniest microphone trying to pick up an entire concert full of speakers. I, uh, I don't know. I, I I went to a gig Thursday at the O2 Academy, and the recordings. Literally, it was me and one of my mates, and we were looking at the recordings. Is it, was it your mate's band? No. <laughs> was it just you it and was, three um, people in the room? American rapper called Logic. I know they made keyboards. Yeah, how okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way that Callan made it sound like it was just him and his mate that were there. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I told somebody off at a blur gig because um, my sister's quite small. We Why are you at a blur gig? <laughs> There's better bands out there. Oh. Go and see them instead. <laughs> wow, keep just broke levels. <laughs> and I, um, no, I went to see Blur. And this guy's got his phone up the whole time. And my sister's quite small. And I was just like, look, I'm not being funny. You're not going to watch these videos again. There's plenty of pictures of Damon Albarn and Alex James online. So could you stop recording now, oh, no, please? See, they're the ones that I hate. The ones that have it the whole way through the concert. It's like it's cool just to get small little videos here and there. Pictures? I don't have an issue with taking a couple of pictures. Uh, no. I but but videoing the entire conf- concert? No. I get why Callum was recording, though. Because no one knows who Logic is, so we're just documenting the guy this. <laughs> I always have the urge to like slap the phone out of people's hands when they hold it up for like, the entire You're just a horrible concert. person. No, it's 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 nine ninety percent of venues say do not record. I uh, I went to the weekend live. I don't know why. The weekend. The weekend. The weekend. And like as soon as he came on stage, like it was like it was almost like a, like, a sea of phones. phones went Wait, up in did the you see him in Birmingham? I saw him years ago. Oh, okay. I saw him when it was cool. And again, that's the only thing. I don't want to see what's in front of me on the stage via the medium of 20 tiny little screens. I yeah. actually want to see what's in front of me mm. on the stage. But it's saying everybody can go, yes, I managed to get a ticket to this show because mm. I either got one online and bought 42 at the same time and then sold them to scalping sites or <laughs> I was paid a ridiculous price on a scalping site to be here. So I've got to prove it. The biggest annoyance with that. Scalping sites are now owned by the ticketing sites themselves. Yeah. It's like Ticketmaster owns StubHub, I think it is. StubHub. Or one of the other reselling sites. Uh, basically. StubHub, aka Guy Halford. <laughs> yeah, but basically it's like, oh, you can't buy tickets from us normally. Never mind, you can buy them on our other website for three times the price. I think Ticketmaster like, yeah, t- could could be better renamed by changing the last six letters to something, yeah. no, something <laughs> even more begins with a B. News. Weird news. Nizzy news, it's nizzy news, it's weirdy weirdy nizzy news. Usual, three stories, pick two. What was that grunt? What are the three stories? I've moved a bit more forward on the leather sofa, which is a bit squeaky. I hope there's a sheepdog taking the sheep home. Nope. We have... Osama Bin Laden was an anime fan and played pirated Naruto games. (laughs) I don't know what that means, but... That's from PCGamesN.com. Okay. France is running out of butter for its croissants, by Bloomberg. <laughs> and Marky Mark Wahlberg says he hopes God forgives him for boogie nights. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg? Uh, See, if, your, if your window had led directly onto the canal, I t- might have taken a leap out the window then. <laughs> Which one do you want to go with, Keith? Let's go with the French running out of butter. Should we do butter first and Wahlberg yeah. second? Yeah. Because they're using it for other things. <laughs> 
We've not got any to put on our croissants because we are we but are we are Marlon Brandoing it. Read the story. So this is from Bloomberg.com, written by Geraldine Amiel. France is running out of butter for its croissants. <laughs> <laughs> the, the biggest per capita butter consumer struggles to cope with shortages. As butter prices soar, producers are chasing better markets. Butter markets. <laughs> yes. France's much-loved croissant au beurre has run up against the force of global markets. Finding butter for their breakfast table has become a challenge across France, with soaring global demand and falling supplies have boosted butter prices, and French supermarkets are unwilling to pay more for the dairy product. Producers are taking their wares across the border. That has left the French the world's biggest per capita consumers of butter, short of a key ingredient for their sauces and tarts. <laughs> Going back to Marlon Brando's usage. <laughs> the issue... <laughs> The issue is purely French and is related to the fact that there was a price war raging between French retailers. Thierry Rocofile, chairman of the Milk Producers Federation, FNPL, said in a phone interview from his farm near Figiac in southwestern France. Could you not just nip across the border, though, if your local supermarket ran out? Oh, come, uh, it's not even that much of an issue. Come on, France, get a grip. Yes. I can't believe it. Not butter is, ge- is generally available. Any old margarine will do. Just slap that on your croissants, <laughs> you'll be fine. French retailers refuse to increase prices, even by a few cents, even for butter. Dairy producers see that there's an outside demand for higher prices, so they'll sell abroad, as rightfully so. Global butter prices have almost tripled to €7,000 a tonne. From two and a half thousand euros in 2016, according to Agritel, a Paris-based farming consultancy, in Europe prices peaked at six and a half thousand euros a ton in September, the highest since the European Commission began collecting such data in 2000. So, I could get an entire ton of butter for two and a half grand. Why don't they just use jam? <laughs> I don't know. That's a simple solution. Didn't the French invent margarine during the Napoleonic Wars? Well, no, because. I don't know. Didn't you need the butter to make the croissants in the first place? It's not even just to put it in the croissants, to, to make the croissants. Well, you know what? About this too, croissants yeah. are just a mess anyway. They're all flaky. They all fall apart. You get them down your chest. Just have yeah. donuts instead. The subheading for the next section is French honour, which we know doesn't exist. <laughs> Whilst France Food Retailers Federation is underplaying the shortages as a temporary logistical problem, listed in part to people hoarding butter, she made it last week to the floor of the French Parliament. Questioned by the lawmakers, Agriculture Minister Stéphane Travert said he would hope a deal would be soon found between retailers and dairy producers. I want to reassure all the consumers that soon butter will find its way back into shop sales and com- consumers won't be deprived of this French commodity that does honour to the French tables and the pride of French dairy production, Travert said to the National Assembly on Wednesday. Say butter... They should come to a couple of the restaurants we've got over here because you always get those little sachets of butter that nobody wants. <laughs> we could just, just get loads of those. Just, yeah. just take all, take all those across. Yeah. Hey, you, you could double up. One, one side of your coat has got kiwis for the Harry Styles fans. <laughs> and the other side's got butter. My God, this article goes on forever. Yeah, let's not read it then. Yeah. Why did we pick this one? We got the point of it. Yeah, we got the point. Yeah. They, got, they got no butter. But there apparently has been panic butter buying. Oh, Demand is strong. <laughs> So if you want to go over to France and like get in and you're carrying something dodgy, a few sticks of butter in your bag, hand them over. 
Best way to bribe Imagine him. slashing that up uh, somewhere. <laughs> Just get a puddle on the road. <laughs> anyway, back to Marky Mark. I refuse to call him Mark Wahlberg. He will ever be Marky Mark. Okay. Even if he doesn't have his funky bench. <laughs> I think he definitely had his funky bunch when he was talking about this article. Yes. WGNTV.com Where do you find these websites? Well, this one's from the Associated do you, do you, do you, do you just type in another website by accident and misspell it? And then I find can't these? tell you the secret of my source of weird news. Were you, were you typing, typing in Mark Wahlberg's... Junk. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg boogie notes. <laughs> Torrent. <laughs> no. So this is Chicago. Mark Wahlberg says... What was that accent? That sounded like you were northern. <laughs> this is from the Chicago Tribune, by the way, of Associated Press, to WGNTV.com. Mark Wahlberg says he hopes God will forgive him for his turn as a porn star in the 1997 movie Boogie Nights. 20 years ago? Callum was one when Boogie Nights came out. Jesus. Oh. Do you what? know what Boogie Nights is? No. How, how much more of a nonsense story is this? He's referring to two things that don't exist. Well, one he's junk in the film was fake, and the thing he wants to apologise to is also uh, erroneously, um, potentially, not there. I'm a star, I'm a star, I'm a big, big star, I'm a star, I'm a star, I'm a big, big star. Yes, Walmart, 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 Walmart. told the Chicago Tribune ahead of an event with the Chicago Chicago Cardinal Blaze Cuppage on Friday. Uh, he hopes God is a movie fan and is also forgiven because he's made some poor choices in the past. Warburg listed Boogie Nights when he asked if he had prayed for forgiveness for any movies. Boogie Nights follows the career of Warburg's character Dirk Diggler through the porn industry in the 1970s and 1980s. But it's like his best film. Yes. So, I will take it from this story, God is a fan of Transformers. Yes. <laughs> well, Warburg has talked frequently about his Catholic face and hosted an event honouring Pope Francis during his visit in 2015. That's the one who looked like the Emperor from Star Wars. Not the new one. <laughs> Warburg jokingly asked the Pope's forgiveness for the movie Ted at that event. It's time for my favourite feature of the week, I think. Is it? Um, McFadden Watch! Um, oh, this has got a great headline. I have sent yours in the past before, but I don't know if you've read it or not. EastEnders tough guy Steve McFadden is spotted, to, spotted going to see My Little Pony the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the actor who plays Phil Mitchell looked a far cry from his hard man character uh, uh, as he enjoyed the My why, Little Pony. Why have they got a picture of him as an, as an albino? <laughs> doesn't look really white there. The on screen tough guy looked happy and relaxed as she enjoyed an afternoon <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was at special screen with his family. Steve, who's played Phil for nearly 30 years, completely different to his soap opera persona as he smiled happily as he headed into the children's movie. As she headed into the children's movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the film, which is about a dark force threatening Ponyville, would probably not have been the Wolf, Wolf and Hardman's first choice of movie. But Steve looked like he was having a great time as he headed into the screening at the posh hotel, uh, London Hotel. The Han Yard. The Har- oh, sorry, the Ham Yard. I like he- the idea that it's just him just walking in on his own. Like, he doesn't have kids with him or family. It's just him. For further details, he was dressed smartly in a shirt and trousers. <laughs> <laughs> Steve was with his 
wife and three of his children. So three of his children, how many more are you knocking around? <laughs> I'm not bringing you. I ain't bringing you. Um, Maybe he's getting like a bill move and just like having half the square. That's amazing. Kids. There's a picture. There's a picture of Steve threatening somebody. That's Ian Beale. There's a little, little pony. He's threatening Ian Beale in That's that picture. That's not Ian, is it? That's not Ian. What? That's Steve. That's not Ian. The hair's too curly. That might no. be Robbie. Uh, uh, and then there's just about something about Ben Mitchell leaving. So it's kind again. Of, yeah. There's been more Ben Mitchells than the rest of EastEnders put together. <laughs> yes. It's like a revolving door with that character. So we don't know whether Steve enjoyed My Little Pony in the movie, but we know he went to he see some. We know somebody who has seen that Steve McFadden has seen My Little Pony. He's like shocked. He's like he's trying to process it. Like Phil, My Little Pony. Phil, <laughs> Phil Connors. It's more the journalistic integrity of the whole idea of. Actor is not like the character <laughs> plays on screen. It's like, what is I love this? It. It's a press screening. So he's turned up with his family for a press screening. It's not like he's chosen that movie <laughs> out of like his own personal, oh, I'm going to pay five quid and get me popcorn to watch a bit of My Little Pony. I mean, at which point do you start reading that story and you and you actually end up reading it to the end? Like, Surely after you go, oh, this is just garbage, you're just going to stop reading it? Do you, think, do you think that like the tickets were originally for the Go Compare Man? Though, and he's like, I can't make it. Oh, I'll give these to Phil there. <laughs> oh, sorry, we thought you were Grant Richards. <laughs> you'll have to re- you'll have to reach out to Ian Beale and get him to reach out to Steve and get his review of it. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that, Callum, because no, I am uh, not. We're back, e- we're back for uh, the next round of Meal with Beale. I yes. am not messaging. Ian Beale with you present. This is where we, like, those, this is where we left stuff. off last week. This was the cliffhanger of where you're actually going to message him. And I think you should. For all those that weren't listening last week, we found out the revelation that... I'm followed by Adam Woodyard. Who, of course, plays Ian Beale in EastEnders. Who is also a food blogger and a lovely yes. chap. Let's just write, okay. And he has load, his own gin. Load up Twitter. Let's start up light. Let's see if you can get a free sample of his gin. Let's start a little bit of light conversation to get it going. What do you reckon, Keith? You're a wordsmith. Let's. Uh... Can we see? Can we see, if we, not... can we see if we can get him on the show, or is that reaching I mean, that too would much be... at this stage? I, it would be I, great, not... but it'd be a risk because one of us probably would call him Ian. We can't. I would probably call him Ian. Guy well, still surely, has a surely, surely we're going to call him Ian because surely every actor is exactly like the character <laughs> as portrayed on screen. Anyway, guys, restraining orders stood in place, so we can't have him on yet. Okay. Could you imagine if he does the whole thing just in characters, Ian Beale? I think he's probably like that in real life. He probably isn't that much different. Okay. Have we loaded up Twitter? He's trying to see if he fo- still follows him. Are there, is that him? <laughs> Some of you said he looked like Paul Weller in the chat in the 80. He did. Okay. So, hi, hi, Adam. Let's get that right, firstly, Adam. How are you? I've noticed you're doing some gin. Uh, I'd like to review some. For my uh, my blog, Remy Gourmand. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just completely misread his uh, Wikipedia entry here. <laughs> he's got a, he's got a segment called uh, photography, and I kind of whizzed through it quite quickly, <laughs> and it went. Woodyard is an accomplished uh, photographer. He took up the hobby whilst, and then I read the word razzle. Without the rest of it, <laughs> I was kind of thinking that's a okay. bit of a strange way of beginning your photography career. <laughs> He injured himself on October the 6th, apparently. Oh, did he? He dropped a tin of paint on his foot. I hope it was white paint and he photographed the evidence. No, he has got a a very lovely ice 
pouch bag thing. George Lane from sending this message. Stop reading his profile and get type in here. I'm not messing with you. This is part two of the the meal with Beal. Come on, you can't leave it going in front of what you've got to make some initial contact now. Send him a message. What's the worst of Debbie's not going to respond then we have a feature after that following week? <laughs> we just send him a message every week until he's he like, gets... Yeah, like, Ian, you're harsh, man. <laughs> Hi, Adam. I've noticed... I've noticed you around a phone very attractive, but you get to bed with me. <laughs> um, I've noticed that you have yeah. your own brand. Hi, Adam. Hope all has gone well. With the chip shop. With the launch... Stop saying chips, I want to chip the tea now. <laughs> New beverage. You spelled beverage wrong. You put Be- be- beverage. beverage. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely won't get a response on that. Ryan's used the well, guy, Halford Dictionary. for a new wife on EastEnders. <laughs> Maybe he does some need some new beverage after his last wife's left him. Well, Mal's coming back. Yeah. Okay, Nietzsche. So, I'm a blogger. I like gin. As I like free. I'm a blogger. I like yeah, free stuff. Could you send me some of your gin to sample? Where, as you're probably aware, is it probably I aware? run a food blog. Uh, Wait, can you say food and this will be blog? this will be where he, he goes. Oh, I didn't actually follow you. It's this robot thing I employ, and just because you mentioned key phrases. Yes, I'm a local food blogger. Food and drink blogger. I like counting. Yeah, food and drink. He's gonna be like, why, why, why did you do food? Yeah. Food and drink. Food and drink. Food and drink. Food and drink blogger and. Are wondering if you were planning any events in the Birmingham area. Oh, oh no, 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 no! Broadway, He's done Broadway, this before. Midlands. Area. No, 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 no. I'm Birmingham. Birmingham. Oh, Birmingham. Oh, I'm not Midlands. Oh, oh, oh. He's keeping on brand. He's yes. Keeping on brand. Yeah. Or are planning on. Leaving his standards only home soon. Issuing <laughs> review samples. Okay, this is going good. You see, Ryan's done this before. This is like, this yeah. is, this is like you're on matchup. I'm telling you, it's just like you're sending the initial message hoping she'll respond. It's like, it's like Tinder, but you've already seen yes. him. Hope all is well. Mm-hmm. And the foot is... No, 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 no. Too personal. No, no, no. Too personal. 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 I hope it's all hope to hear back from you. And nice and simple. Too and hope to hear from you soon. Yeah, too yes. personal because you'd be like, "Oh, has this guy's been like looking at me a bit too much." XOXO. XO. You're not. You're not. <laughs> you're not. A, yeah. You're not at that part of the stage of the relationship yet. Kind regards. Yes. Ryan Parrish, Ryan. aka Brummy Gourmand. Ryan, no Parrish, aka Brummy. Wouldn't you know that? Because it's going to come from the Brummy Gourmand Twitter yeah, I feed. Yeah, say. Award nominated Brummy Gourmand. <laughs> I'll just say, kind regards, Ryan. Leave it at that. Okay, I'm not even going to send so you read, a gift. Read, let's get, let's yes. just evaluate. Before you click send, let's evaluate the first message to me. Okay. Hi, Adam. Mm-hmm. Hope all has gone well for the launch of your new beverage, Neat Gin. I like that you put at Neat Gin. That's good. Yes. So we're aware. He follows me under both accounts, so he follows me under Neat Gin and under Adam Woodyup. Yeah. As you're probably aware, which you will be, I'm a local food and drink blogger and are wondering if you are planning any events in the Birmingham area mm-hmm. or planning and issuing review samples. Hope you all is well and hope to hear from you soon. Kind regards, Ryan. That's good. It's, yes. a, it's a good start. Right. It's, a good it's, it's, it's formal yet informal. It's very nice. Yeah, yes. it's good. It works. Are we happy with the message? I'm happy with yeah, that. Yeah. 
I'm not even going to attach a picture or a funny gif. Let's just click send a picture of something. P.S. Please, please get Steve McFadden to follow me. <laughs> we'll work on Steve. We'll work on Steve. <laughs> Steve's next. Happy? Yeah, I'm good yeah. with that. Get it out of there. Make some noise. Whoosh. Happy goes. Whoosh. Gone. And delivered. He's mailed be all. Oh. And. By the way, I'm part of the 1,355 people he follows. Following Ian Beale is 317,000 wow. followers. Okay. In the top 1% Is he doing that three little, three little bubbles now to like, that he's replying? I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to close down the browser. No. And we will revisit it next episode. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Cliffhanger. Yes. Can't be fun otherwise. Stranger Things 2, 11 Boogaloo. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 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 There's, 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 only, there's, there's only so much Winona I could take every week. Um, no, I'm, I'm kind of liking it. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's um, building on what, what we got in the first season. It's quite nice. All the characters are coming on well. You know, we're getting a bit of, um, bit more meat to their characters. I'm, I'm liking it. The kids are fantastic. Um, you know, innuendo bingo. Innuendo bingo. And yeah, I, I, it's good. The music see, uh, it even seems better this season round as well. It just seems a lot better. And uh, you know, kind of 1984 for me is a big year. So putting it into that um, time yeah, period, the big time. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 just you know, it's it's a, a really nicely put together. It actually feels as if it was made in the period. It's not, it's not kind of a pastiche. I kind of like quite like it that it's um, it feels kind of genuine. What happened to you in 1984? 1984. I w- I became 16. Oh, oh, we know what happened then. Keith so, was a Steve, you know. <laughs> years, isn't it? So Keith yeah. was a Steve in 1984. Terminator, Ghostbusters, Gremlins, Last Starfighter. It was a big year. Should there were lots expect, of great stuff I going was on. Like a Porky's type story there. But <laughs> yeah. that's not, well, that's if, not you, if you if you if you if you find one of my old Keith spent 1984 blocks, in the cinema. Uh, <laughs> was it the Odeon then? Uh, Oh, no, it was lots of different ones. So it was Futurist, Tivoli, Odeon, ABC. There were quite a few across the city. Even The Real, which I still go to now. But I did a thing a couple of years back um, when it was like 30 years on from 1984. I did a 16 at 30 blog, which kind of had like lots of the kind of key things that happened to me well, during that time. Were all your mates like, oh, let's go around and get girls? And you're like, no, 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 go to cinema. <laughs> I had a few issues with the first couple of episodes because it was pretty much they were throwing 80s references left, right and centre and trying to shove as much nostalgia feel into it as possible. And that's kind of disappointing me a bit because there was enough in the first series that it it put you in the place it put you in, 1983. But this was kind of like, oh look everybody, it's the 80s, have we told you it's the 80s? It's, it's 1980s now, let's go to an arcade, let's play some 80s games. By the way, have you seen some 80s movies out there? Let's play some 1984 music on the radio, have you seen it's the 80s? What year was it set in? 1984. Well, really? Was it? Wow. <laughs> um, I felt like they had a bigger budget, so they were like, oh my god, we can afford songs now. Yes. It was kind of like throw as many references as humanly possible to say, by the way, we're back in the 1980s now, just just so you're aware, it could be 1984. When's it set again, sorry? 1982. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was that obnoxious. It was very overt with it. 
I do. I sort of, yeah. I like the arcade stuff. It's good. Yeah, the arcade stuff was good, and it reminded me quite a lot of the opening of War Games when yeah. they did it. Um, it makes me miss proper arcades. Yes. Episode seven. Well, let's start because we've got to be careful. Yes, uh, Captain Bloomfield hasn't seen everything. Here. You might need to close your ears for this. But... I, you know, I'm not. I am. I'm not that bothered about spoilers, really. I'm going to watch it anyway, regardless. So if you tell me something that happens, right. I'm not that bothered. Very start the first episode. Bit of plot that's number eight unrelated. Number yeah. eight. Episode number seven is pretty much done as a spin-off for number eight's character. Yeah, well, she looked terrible in the first episode. So and it was. It wasn't needed. It. it Nothing in that episode advanced any of the plot whatsoever in any shape. No. It, it 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 really annoyed me. They could have cut that episode off and nothing would have changed. Absolutely nothing would have changed. Do you know what? I really hate Eleven. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown or Eleven? I, I, do you know what? I don't like her either. Do you know what? Overexposed child stars. Um, but I don't like that character. I find her really annoying. Oh, I, I get mean, nosebleeds all the time. Do you want? I have nosebleeds all the time. Go get your nose cauterized. She, <laughs> she suffers from whiny brat syndrome, but I think that's the whole that's part, part of her, her growing up. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's she's she's not like the rest. She's of got her. to go through childhood much later than everybody else because what's happened to her in the past. So it's kind of like that yeah, delayed. She's, she's not experience. she's not had a childhood up until now. That's yeah. my problem. I don't want to see it. But again, <laughs> that ruined. But again, that her. Again, spoilers abound, and I do apologise, but her coming back from the upside down, that just ruined the entirety of the season one finale. Yeah, but to be That's honest, really a, we kind of knew that was going to happen anyway, didn't we? Because it? it happens in the first episode. It's just it? how she comes back, and it's like, so after that big massive sacrifice, it's like, huh. She just comes out and put a big gash on the wall. I, I, yeah. think, I think if you if you left the end <laughs> of that season thinking we weren't going to see Eleven again, then... Oh, I knew that, but yeah. I was expecting it to like at least give it a couple more episodes before that pop on back. It, it it just took away from that. If you were binge watching season one and two together, and you'd had all that build up to the season one finale, and then just there yeah, you. I don't know. I, it, it felt like they were retreading too much old ground in this one, and they were relying too much on the nostalgia rather than expanding the universe properly. Even the two, the, the three biggest characters you bring in, Sean Astin. Wasted for most of it. It's just a It's just let's get a goonie in there. Um, no, but I mean, it, it I felt know. wasted, and it and it it was again a retread of Stand by Me, the Goonies, all those eighties nostalgia put together. I some, some of them were some of them were subtle because when you when we first get Dustin finding the thing that he finds in yeah. the uh, dustbin and it escapes. I'm sure I heard a kind of a, a bit of the Gremlins ragtime jingle going yeah. on in the background in there. I I I just let I just let it wash over me as a bit of kind of like it's entertaining TV. It's it's oh, great. I mean, it I think my biggest problem was I was expecting Empire and I didn't get Empire. It wasn't it wasn't a bad. Series. You mean yeah? And as long as we're talking about the good Empire, yes. not the terrible awful one that I've also no. had the misfortune of seeing. Yeah, that's got the geezer that used to be Iron Patriot. Viv's favorite show at the minute. Oh gosh, it's, oh, it's, t- it's just terrible. Empire the TV series. So my wife is at the back of the room being very quiet. Am I? Am I? Have I? Have I, have I said something bad about that? that? I think that shows. It's awful. got X to the Z exhibit in it. This is what he's gone on well, from doing his pimp my it ride. Not a bad thing necessarily. He can't act. Wow. We knew that from pimp <laughs> my ride. Second <laughs> eleven. No, but, but I mean, however, however less it is than the first one it's still infinitely better than an awful lot of television that we get oh god yeah I'm not saying it's a bad show at all but what I'm saying is 
it didn't live up to the first series. Did you? It was because classic second season, wasn't it? So you have a breakout hit first series. The second yeah. series is never as good. And it's always when they bring in the secondary characters uh, for the second season. It's kind of like, well, that storyline wasn't needed for any way, shape, or form. Not that badass kid. Billy. Yeah. Is it Billy or Bobby or whoever the hell he was? Well, he, he, he's yeah. just—he's he's definitely a character that you just don't. Walk they were trying to make anyway. him an antagonist to Steve, and it was just never going to work. Yeah. Let's talk about Steve. Yes. Steve. Let's is talk the about most... Steve, baby. You know Steve is the world's baby. best babysitter. Steve is the most valuable player of the series. Oh God, yeah. He's the best character. I, lo- I loved him last series, and I'm glad. I'd say Steve and Chief on pars <coughs> for MVP. Stephen who? The chief. Police uh, chief. St- Hopper. Yes. Steve. Steve all the way. Steve was great. Steve was the best character of the series. Like, I don't want to get... Oh, it's going to be a spoiler, Keith, and I'm sorry. The combo, the, the pairing of Steve and Dustin yes. was the, the highlight. I know, I've seen a few artists do some kind of, like, tributes to, to that pairing. That is, so like, it's cool. the, the pair... That's what made the series so I think good. out of the kids, Will was the weakest this time around. He was the weakest. Joy, that was the retreading as well. Of, and that was oh, the let's whole just thing make of... him the child again, who's the sickly one or whatever. Yes. But the whole... What's-his-face, the other kid with the bowl haircut? Mike. Mike, yeah, just... He was just rubbish for the entire series. Do you know what? I, I, I didn't like... And it worked really well in season one because you had the dialogue between him and Eleven and that's how it built up. But then he had nothing to work with because Eleven's not with him for the most of the Do series. you know what might bother me about Mike this series? It's like Mike was in It and he played a really cocky, you know, really sarky child. And he he has that look of like that... He, he was better in It as the, yeah. the obnoxious, sarky horrible child as yeah. opposed to this quite sensitive quiet child it, when you've seen him in that film it's kind of actually do you know what why don't you be that character because you're actually better when you play a role like that and he pretends he's like the leader of the gang and everybody knows that it's kind of like I think what, what's also missing from this series is a little bit of that the, the sense of mystery Yeah, we've not got that kind of fairy lights on the wall scenario where oh. inter- interesting things are going on and stuff. No. Well, we we get the drawings later on. Again, I'm not going to spoil anything about that, but you get lots of drawings and it's just a retread of the fairy lights from the first series. Mm. It's just every single beat was replayed, just slightly bigger. And also, I just want to point out, there's no way Nancy would go with Jonathan. Oh, Sorry, no. No. Steve all the way. Steve all the way. Not creepy photographer Jonathan. No. John Ralphio's twin all the way. <laughs> he's got the hair as well. I'd love hair like that. He's, he's, well, he's, he's, got a he's, he's John Ralphio's d- uh, dad, isn't he, really? <laughs> yeah. so you can tell him he on. tells you how to do the hair in the show. And, uh, Special ingredients, a bit of fire force going on. It's, um, he is, he's the most valuable character. Dustin had probably the most character growth out of the kids. Yeah. But he was, he was always the most interesting of the kids yeah. anyway. And the whole... just something about him. Doggy things. Again, that was just a retread in the season one on the big bad. And it was just like, oh, we got a bigger bad and lots of little bads. I mean, it was it, it was just the second season, wasn't it? Second seasons are never that great. I did like the scientist guy. Paul Reiser? Yeah. Mad about you. But yeah. wasn't he just basically introduced in exactly the same way that he was introduced in Aliens? Pretty much. He, was, he wasn't doing much more. No, he has a more bigger role towards the end of mm. the series. That's I mean, what, you know... Yeah. We've got a very good show image out of it this week yeah. for it, you know. What, me in quite, space? Yeah, you, you, you was the big bad of um, what yes. it is. And welcome to Brum on the sign for yeah. the people that are paying attention. But I, I'm i still I, enjoying it. I don't, I'm not that, I'm not, I don't, I'm, I'm not that it, bothered about nitpicking it. It was good. I expected more. I think that's the best way to wrap it up. Um, I'm enjoying it more than I enjoyed Westworld or Game of Thrones. I mean, it's, it's definitively going to have a third season and, oh yeah, you know, it's going to carry on for a little bit and, 
Well, you know, maybe it'll, maybe it'll pick up steam. But the way it was teased at the end, it's yeah. blame. But it's kind of like it didn't. It wasn't as good. But at the same time, I must have enjoyed it because I watched it really quickly, so yeah. I certainly was drawing me in. But yeah, mm. episode seven genuinely wasn't the worst episodes of television I've seen. I think year. they've actually designed this one to be better watched as a binge watch rather than the first series, which felt more episodic. This one is kind of just like the one story arc all the mm. way through, Do you know what? except for the disappointment of episode seven. Do you know what's interesting? Was my girlfriend actually missed episode 7 by accident. And I said to her, just carry on watching it without episode 7 in it. And yeah. actually you'll probably enjoy it more. There's only one thing in episode 7 really which you need to know about. Towards but the she end explains that when she comes back to Yeah, so it's kind of like, I don't think, I just think episode 7 just needs to be written off as a mistake. Cyberpunk characters, come on. Yeah. That guy with the spiky hat, he annoyed me beyond belief. It was like, let's put three characters from an 80s beat-em-up game into a like... Let's make hackers. Yeah, it was like the mystery machine gone wrong, basically. Uh, yeah, it was, just, it, was, it was just a mistake of an episode. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm glad I watched it on lunch break at work, because, like, yeah. I, I did wait, wasted my own valuable time on it. I, wait, you know, I, was, being, I was being paid to watch Eat. that. So, yes. you know, it was, um, but it was just not um, a good episode. As we seem to be on a bit of a nostalgia binge today, I've bought back a 90s toy in a slightly different format. Do we all remember Bop It? Yes. I'm aware of the brand name. Released in 1996. Tottenham Callan. 21 years old. <laughs> is this how we measure how old something yes. is? It's older than me. If it's older than two decades. Whereas you need like, you need, like BK and uh, 3K. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently there's been over 14 variations of this game released. 14? How yes. do you do 14 different versions of Bop It? Well, I, I have no idea. Same thing each time. Has it been a pen version of Bop It? Pen Talking of pens, yeah. I sent you an interesting pen in the week. Oh, yes, the Sam Pellegrino yeah, pen. Somebody is selling on eBay for £9 a Sam Pellegrino pen, and it's one of those pens, you know, the nudie lady pens where the clothes come off. So basically, it's like a lemon and a lime that go up and down. £9 if anybody wants to get this for Christmas. You should have bought the nudie lady one. <laughs> <laughs> did you have one of those as a child? I did have one of those nudie pens. <laughs> yeah. What? I, I've never heard of these. There was like three spin-off products from the Bop It range. Zing It, a yo-yo-based audio game. Do you remember that professional yo-yo player, Yo-Hands? Yes. Do you remember when they yo-yos were famous? They're like, Yo-Hands. See what he's doing Callum, now after this. do you know what a yo-yo is? Yes, I do know what a yo-yo is. Just oh, checking. I'm going to find out what's happened to okay. Yo-Hands. So yo-yos are still culturally relevant. Yes. The Top that, It is a... The Top It apparently is a Ken Dharma style game. Like Ken Dharma? You know, Ball and Cup. Oh, okay. It's oh. one of those. And that was, was developed thinking... by Parker Brothers. And there was also Groove It, which is similar, but used photo detection... Photo detection technology to determine the player's hand position. As with Boffit games, Groove It issued voice commands, such as, but this time it was stuff like the scratch, the slide, and the zoom. Isn't there, wasn't there one as well where there was a thing you had to put your hands through? It was like a yes. thing you had to put your hands in. Yeah. Just a bit of history about Johans, just while we obviously mentioned him. Yes. His name, full name is Hans van Dan Alzen. Uh, Hans van Dan Alzen, also known as Johans, is one of the best known yo-yo community personalities. 
as a past Yo Yo community <laughs> personality as a past recipient of the Mark Sitton Award for Sportsmanship, he is a well he is well known as a competitive demonstrator for Playmax Pro Yo, a manufacturer of Playmax and Yo Yo Factory. He was also very popular to British players back in the nineties. In nineteen ninety eight, Hans recorded a song called "Walk the Dog Like an Egyptian." Uh. That reached the number 48 on the UK pop chart. In 2005, Hans bettered his Guinness World Record of 51 yo-yo tricks in one minute, set in 2001 by film 54. Um, yeah, he's, he's, I think he's kicking around. He hasn't really done anything since 2005, so he could be dead. But this is the thing. There's a load of classic toys making a comeback at the minute. So we've got the return of Tamagotchis. <laughs> Callan, do you know what time yes, I know what the They're all anniversaries, aren't they? I, I had a fake one. I had a gigapet. <laughs> so, if you don't know what a Tamagotchi is and you're listening, it was basically a digital pet monster that you had to feed and clean I think, its poop. I think you're over-egging the pudding by calling it that. It was a little LCD screen with an egg on it, basically. It made Game & Watch things look sophisticated. <laughs> but you've had that come back. You've had loads of iconic 90s stuff come back. We've had... Last uh, Furby returned last year. Mm-hmm. So there's lots and lots of 90s stuff that's returned. But this was a Christmas present last year. So I want to... This is why we're going with Bop It. I know, someone's, I, like, someone's got Rhyme Seek saying, Oh yeah, hang on, Brian likes Star Wars. Yeah, I'll do. Yes, it is a Star Wars R2-D2 Bop It. Do you they got it from Toys R? Possibly. But it's basically Bop It, Twist It and Pull It. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. There's a series. There's a series of words that guys shouldn't. And if you twist together. it, it whistles. <laughs> what's it? So if you pull it, it whistles. Okay. <laughs> wow. Well, In know, most instances, you know it like would be a bit of a high pitched scream. But... So we're going to have a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have a challenge. I'm you can do score so the most. No, well, you, just, you have to pass it around, don't you? Yes, we'll start off with Mr. Bloomfield. I oh gosh! I activate the R two unit. Alright, so you've got to tap on top of its head. I mean, this could get very boring very fast if someone's really okay. good at it. Alright, calm down, C3PO. So you've got I mean, to pop it, twist it, or pull it. Okay. So pulling's the legs, twisting is the head. Don't switch off. Go. Alright, oh, wrong. Bop is whack the top okay. of the head, twist is turn his head round, okay. and. This is great radio. This is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that was close. Five. That was terrible. Oh, God. Callum, go. Oh, I'm up next. Right. That was, that was just right a confusing set of words repeated. Okay, right. I think I've got a good start to this. I mean, this was literally like, what content can we do today? Pass it. Ah. <laughs> Somebody talk if I'm doing that. Thoroughly entertaining radio here. Oh. Did you just lose, Brian? Yes, I did. The lose. look yes. of concentration we all so, have on our faces so when we're doing that. Now. I was going to say, so does that mean it's just you and me now? Yeah. Yeah. Pass it. There we go. It's reset. So there is okay. two modes. There is solo mode and then there's pass it okay. mode. Are we doing? Should we do solo mode or pass it? 
Oh my god, someone make content. I kind of yeah. lost because none of you was <laughs> I can kind of see Wait. why Western civilization has ended up where it is as a result of kids playing this game. Well, apparently right. the new version is Bop It BB-8. Oh god. Do you know what? This is just pointless. If you listen to this and like Karen listen to our show, but go and bop something else if you ask me. As a, as a child of the seventies, I thought Etch a Sketch was the pinnacle of terrible toys you could be given. But maybe I was wrong. I think I think we've made Callum happy for the rest of the show on this one. Yes. Ryan, I'm not entirely sure this was a great Christmas present. I was just on about nostalgic toys which have come back in, and this was 2015. Oh, exactly. you just I'm not taking the responsibility for your failure. <laughs> what is your failure? You guys were making actual content. You distracting me yes. from the game. Let, well, let him turn himself off. We'll just wait for him to switch off for a while. Good. Goodbye. Goodbye. It's not much use in a party situation, though, because you're not going to be able to hear anything that he's saying. No, he's very quiet. He needs to be louder. You can turn him up louder by twisting his head, but they want it to be too loud. All right, Granddad. <laughs> Do you play often? No. <laughs> I, didn't find, I found it in this week as I was tidying. That's why I brought it here. <laughs> I didn't so make that'll do for noises. five minutes. Viv's <laughs> got a score of 100 on it. Shockingly. Viv's got too much time yeah, Viv's got the top Viv, score. Come, come on, have a quick game. Let's see oh, how Oh, can fine. we just put this, this toy away? This let's just put this toy away. Oh, my God. Let's, let's hear right. a This, this is... This is uh. Don't we have, like, a full-on proper gamer here? He's got to 100. Pop it. Pop it. Pop it. Pop it. Pop it. I think I've been these from here. Oh. Impressive. White rubbish! Keith. Why is something rubbish to you this week? <laughs> Why is something rubbish to me this week? Um, okay, let's let's have a consider about um, such ooh. thrilling radio. Oh my god! <laughs> there's so We're many. There's so many things. <laughs> let's get into the archives with Keith rubbish? Bluefield. Why is rubbish? Why is rubbish? <laughs> this is he's having an episode again, that. people. Yeah, memory. That's why it's rubbish. <laughs> I can't remember uh, things. Um, now I think um, uh, microtransactions. In video games, purely for cosmetic reasons. Um, I've never really understood this idea of splashing out real cash to make your character wear a slightly different coloured sash in a game. Particularly when you can't ever see it. Generally, it's only like other people. And they don't care because they're just going to shoot you in the face anyway. Is um, this Battlefront 2 that's brought this to the fore? No, it's just just all of these kind of like cosmetic things. It's a little bit, there's a little bit of it in um, uh, South Park. Um, that, but that's in-game currency, so it's not so bad. Um, but yeah, the kind, the kind of cosmetic changes that you, you have to make, and then you have to pay real money for them. So I have an issue with all kinds of microtransactions, but is cosmetic microtransactions better than ones that like basically make let you win the game quicker? Like the ones Ooh. that you have online where you can buy weapons, which give you yeah. an unfair advantage versus mm. something that gives you a different coloured helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Chew them up and knock them down. Um, yeah, I think I think, uh, but but all kind of microtransactions really are not good. Yes, um, and it all started with Skyrim, which they're still squeezing every last 
drop of life out of that game after six yeah. years. But they started off with horse armor, and that started the whole ball rolling. And now <laughs> here just, we are. Staggered GTA, at the idea of horse. Here we are with armor. Rockstar not bothering to release a new game. They're just remastering their old games and then shoving microtransactions on the top. We got LA Noir coming out. GTA Five is being done to death now with microtransactions. I think. I think if you if you're paying for a new element of the game, another another part of the story or like another episode or whatever it is, then yeah, then I think I'm all for it. But you know, if it's that kind of like now now pay extra to get the blaster that's going to make you faster than everybody else because um, that's I because I, I, I often come to games several months after everybody else has got to them so the idea the first time you play a game and somebody comes up to you as a 15 times prestige and's got a pea shooter that shoots you from 25,000 miles away and they one shot you um, as, as well I don't, I don't kind of that, that progression thing as well I'm also not a big fan of the progression type thing mm. I think it's like if uh, you, if the you, whole prestige 65 yeah if, you, if you're good enough at, at it just be good rather than just because yeah. you've managed to play it so for I'm, six months I'm playing a classic Battlefront now because yeah. now most of the idiots have moved over to Battlefront 2. Battlefront <laughs> is actually more of a fun game now because it's casual players or as you said people who yeah. <laughs> who haven't got the time to invest 600 billion hours into playing one game constantly for three weeks and then yeah. owning everybody else who plays it. Have you seen what um, Blizzard are doing? It's come out a couple of weeks ago. Classic World of Warcraft. Hmm. So going back 20 years in time, to when Callum was a baby. <laughs> did they do that wibbly-wobbly thing as yeah. they did it? <laughs> but they're putting vanilla Warcraft on certain servers. So okay. you can go back and play the classic experience rather than the 600 billion expansion packs so that have been since. Yeah. And all the tweaks and etc. But I yeah. agree, microtransactions are evil. Because I, I, I don't know whether it's a particular type of game as well, because it's not something I've often seen in um, Nintendo games. You know, obviously you've got the amiibo type things that give yeah. you extra bits and pieces, but it's not something I've seen. You know, I've not seen, it's not something I've seen in things like um, Metroid or Super Mario or any of those kind it's of more like classic Call A of titles. Or those kind of yeah, it's not you don't see them in kind of Nintendo main games. Yeah, it's, um, it's games pushed towards pro gamers, as they love to say. Yeah, but it's that whole kind of play to win type thing is a bit yeah. Play to win's rubbish, but cosmetic also rubbish. Guy, why is something rubbish to you? Um, people who feel it's ne- like their job to be saints on public transport. Um, so I had a situation in the week where it was a busy train. I had a laptop and a satchel with me. And I placed both bags on the seat. However, the man across from me... The is, man. The man. The man. Oh, damn the man. Um, he decided to take it upon himself to offer the seat next to me up to some girl who was getting on the train prompting me to move my bags but he decided that i didn't come to that decision he basically forced me into it and then sat there smiling the whole time i was not happy with this chat so just people who think oh hang on it's my responsibility to look out for other people um if the bus white knight. it's kind of like yeah, yeah it's kind of like at the end of the day I've, I've made that decision not to let that seat get free that's for me and her to discuss you stay out of it you got your seat trying to be a saint trying to be a hero you only wanted to sit there so you could probably have a good perv on it for the whole journey I was not happy with this man so just 
people who feel like it's their responsibility to atone the actions of others. I'm a nasty person. I make my decisions, and I decided I didn't want to offer that chair up until my bag was sitting there because my bag needed a seat. Did you make sure for the whole time to have the most grumpy, unapproachable expression on your face so that the woman doesn't want to sit next to you at all? It wasn't aimed at her, but the scowl was burning through that man's soul. He knew, oh, no, he no, no, knew no. that he wronged you have, me. You have to have that look. Like, I know the, la- the lady didn't do anything wrong, but you have to have that look, oh, that right. unapproachable look that's like, you don't want to sit next to me. Yeah. Keep moving. Yeah. And it works every time. You have to do that thing about when someone asks it by you. You have to, oh, like that. Like, oh, it's like a massive image. Oh, like you want me to move my stuff. You want me to move, get up off my chair and let you sit I, down. I, oh. I must like, say at this point, gym. though, I've no objection to you not wanting people to sit next to you. But if your ass is not the only thing on that seat, it's a dick move. Feet <laughs> feet and bags and any other cobblers don't go on seats. They're not seats. I don't go into Ikea and go, have you got a bag chair? I'd like to put my bags on a chair if you buy in my a shop, in my house. ticket for your bag. Then yes, yeah. But, but the, the only thing that should you imagine the, the weird looks if you try to do that though. Like yes, I'd like two seats, please. Me, one yeah. for me, one for my back. The, the, the only the only thing that should be going on a seat is your butt. Fairs, I get that. But at the end of the day, he shouldn't have taken upon himself to make my decision. Well, oh yeah, I mean that's that's another that's uh, that's off. That's not you know. I mean, I fully admit I was in the wrong, but we all know I'm a nasty person, so I have no remorse. I have no regret. But he shouldn't be having to make pressurising decisions for me. You know what I hate? When people sit next to you on the bus and then try to take up all of the space for the two seats. Oh! Like, stretch themselves oh, yeah, out. Man- like, you know, the, trick, the trick is to manspread like hell back. No, but it's like, I've had this on buses where I've been sat in the window seat, then somebody comes down and then they try to do the old shoulder nudgy trick, which is like the old uh, <laughs> trying to, ooh, just stretch out a little bit and squeeze you. And it's like, I've, I fight back now. Same. The yeah. trick is, you just go slightly lower and then just. It's like, no, I have deigned for you to sit next to me. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Don't try and steal my half the seat as well. I did this during when I went to go to the Lion King, so someone wanted to put my armrest next to me, so for the whole thing, I just put my arm on the armrest. I could feel him slightly trying to get on there, and he's kind of like, no, 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 no. You lost. That's not happening. You lost. I was sitting here first. My arm is staying planted on it's this. A, it's also a design. And then I stole Laura's as well. <laughs> it's also a design fault. In buses as well. And cinemas. Because they've made everything too skinny. So there's no room for your knees. There's no room for you to sit down. Because I get on the bus now and half the the passengers are in in the aisle. They're not in the seats. They're in the aisle. And they always give you bad looks when you try to walk down the aisle. You're quite a slender chap. Imagine what it's like for me, Mr. Incredible Bulk over here. (laughs) I'm I'm not a thin guy. so But I always try. If somebody sat down in the window seat and I sit in the aisle seat. Take up the space that's allotted to you. Little space as possible. Even with half a butt cheek over the side, it needs to be. But at least it's your butt that's on the seat, not yes. your bag. Well, my, my, my bags deserve seats. because my, bag, my bags belong to me and they're great. Callum, why is something rubbish to you? Why it's rubbish this week? I think you'll, get, you'll relate to me on this one, guy. Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, I relate to you on that one. <laughs> seems... Hi, you're free, just guy. How can I help? You can go to hell. That's what, how you can help. It seems wherever I go this week, I've been surrounded with bad Wi-Fi or Wi-Fi that just doesn't work. Get a data plan, cheapo. (laughs) I have a data plan, but I don't like using it. Five hundred megabytes, Mister Gift Gaff, three pound a month here. (laughs) But like, when I'm when I'm at my flat, my Wi-Fi is like intermittent. Okay, like I'll be in the middle. 
Like, because I like to do. Are the Christians um, stealing your Wi-Fi? <laughs> It's, <laughs> it's all the angels getting in the way of the signal. Maybe they're tied in the Wi-Fi and it gets ten. <laughs> but I love, I love to play like beat 'em up apps. Okay, and but obviously they were. Sorry, sorry, did you just call beat 'em up games beat 'em up apps? Yeah, but like millennials. I'm a phone, I'm a phone. It's still a game. I don't have time for proper console gaming. It's got to be app gaming. Console. Still call them game. They're, not... <laughs> They're apps. So are you playing against other people? Hence yes. why you need the Wi-Fi. Yes. So obviously you need an ongoing connection because you need to have you need to keep up constant frame rates and stuff. And my Wi-Fi has this fun habit of wanting to cut out halfway through a game, resulted in me getting a game loss, even though I'm winning the game. But yet you are, Callan. Sob story something. I've had no internet for three weeks. <laughs> Take your tears elsewhere. But but. Guys resorted to watching Horse and County. <laughs> so I go to uni, okay, trying to do work on the uni computers like an actual student's no. supposed to. Tell the truth, it's playing beat em up games <laughs> in the university <laughs> library. Yes, play it on their Wi Fi. Yeah. And it decides to be down for half the week. Like, literally, like the slowest imaginable thing. You know, this is like a Can, thing about growing remember, up. You know, remember when we were in school and we actually actually used books to learn from yeah. and not just have instant information on I remember when sorry, I was sorry. at school and I had to I had to send for computer programs, I had to do little chalk pencil marks on a sheet, send it off, and then somebody had sent me back punched cards. I had homework given back to me once because I wrote it on the electronic typewriter <laughs> and they said, This isn't your homework, you have to write it by your own hand. Anyway. This isn't the 1970s. This is the 2000s. This is the 1970s. You cheeky little butt. <laughs> Privilege. I expect to have Wi-Fi wherever I go. No, but like I was trying to send out, I was trying to send out tweets and put out Instagram posts at uni, and it just wouldn't have it. Like all the important stuff there. I couldn't put a gift on my tweets. Hang on a minute. Were you doing that in your in your university's library where you're supposed to be working? No, I was doing it to promote uh, one of my other programs that I'm involved with. Uh-huh. Oh, Lily's trying Hashtag. to get a shameless plug in here as well. <laughs> Hashtag the news show. On not the radio channel. Yeah. <laughs> Look it up on Twitter or Facebook. Fun. Yes. I'm Very developing cool. a new uh, spin on the whole zombie thing. What, where 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 there's going to be a kind of EMP blast that wipes out all um, <laughs> But J.J. Abrams did that and it was terrible. What was that called? That was that terrible show that J.J. Abrams did. What was it called? Fast Forward. Terrible show. No, it was even worse. Amazing. It was probably rubbish. Let's forget about that. Why it's rubbish, whatever J.J. Abrams made. That (laughs) way. So. About you? The new building opposite our block of flats, which has removed all my phone signal and interrupted our TV. Because we live in the city centre, so we're getting a lot of building work around town now, which is really fritzing our aerials. Yeah, I did wonder if it was just me that was getting really bad no, signal in your house. As soon as that building went up over the road, our signal went... Oh, so like, like, I am on, like, it's saying H a bar of signal. Yes, I, I'm down to 2G in my own property. 2G. I'll say what I said to both of you. I've had no internet for three weeks. Stop your tears. You've still got 4G at home, though. Yeah. Ain't good enough for what I need it for. 2G. Nobody's lived on 2G since the early 2000s. What can you even do on 2G? WAP gaming. <laughs> Do you know what a WAP game is? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something else, mate. Something yeah. Yeah. It's something you're not doing with R2D2, that's for certain. Yes. So, anyway, Keith. Uh, microtransactions in video games. Guy. Uh, some jerk on the train. Callum. Wi Fi. Me. Mobile phone too.
What a bunch of millennials we are. So, Guy, you sent us a picture in the group chat this week. I did. Um, it, it, it was something that made you that bad that made you stop and go into HMV to find this item. I had to stop that. I mean, I needed no excuse to go to HMV, let's face it. So, uh, But I had to. I still was in the window. I stopped at Double Tate and I was like, WTF is that? Um, a comedian has released an album. <laughs> this said comedian is um, Jason Manford has released Ugh. an album of classical standards. Um, I, it just opens so many questions of why. I mean, I thought it was bad when Alexander Armstrong did it, but is there any reason for him to have done this? What's it called, Ryan? It is called A Different Stage. Oh. There's a different stage of belief with this. Shall we, shall we go for the track listing? Go through some of the... Why he did it. Why he did it. Let's find out his motives here. Money. Well, yeah, fair <laughs> point. Yeah. He announced the album apparently in July 2017. Long build up campaign. Yeah. Yep. Uh, because he was in The Producers as Leo Bloom, Characters Pots in Chitty Chitty Bang. Basically, he's done some musicals, so he decided I'll do some show tunes as an album. Okay. Christmas time coming up. All those people looking for desperate stuff for mothers that they haven't got any clue what they actually like. Mm-hmm. He's a northern cheeky chappy comedian. And apparently, it's got stars from Les Miserables. You know, when I first saw it, I thought it was uh, Simply Red Stars. Um. <laughs> ah, I should release an album. Anthem from Chess. Not even the good one. So that's written by Benny Bjorn, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you could have at least done I Know Him So Well. Mm-hmm. You could have done a double act with Alexander Armstrong. Oh, God. Or Alf. Well, because Richard Osman would be begging on that. Like, oh, I'm Richard Osman and I've got to be on everything. My brother was in Suede. Go away. Husher by Mountain from Chitty Chitty Bang. On the Street Where You Live, which is ruined quality street from eternity. <laughs> Falling Slowly from Once, which I've never even heard of. I'll tell you what, post Christmas, this is going to be isn't falling that that's one, that's one. That's a film, isn't it? Yes. Um, the Impossible Dream. I thought it was used in that Honda advert recently. I don't know. You, you, it was that Same Matt, songs, it was, but we don't it know. It was a Matt Monroe classic. Oh, not to live the impossible dream to do these other things. Yes, this is the moment from Jekyll and Hyde. Not my moment. This what is the There um, was a musical Jekyll and Hyde. Yes. Okay. I'll I have dreamed from the King and I. Okay. And Carrick Fergus. I don't know what that means. Peaked in number nine in the album charts. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's alright. It's not, it's not too shabby, really. On Decca Records. Of course okay. it is. I thought they'd have better choice. Well, I mean, we know what time of year we're approaching now. It's your bog standard. What can I get, Mom? Oh, she that. likes this fellow. He's the, she's seen on the telly. I'll get him. He's done some songs that she likes. I'll get them. It's, just, it's the it's the it's the Christmas gift box for kids who don't really know what to buy. Their mom syndrome. <laughs> so, Ryan, you've been looking into this about celebrities who've released albums. Obviously, we've mentioned Alexander Armstrong. Him before yep. he lost fame. I'm surprised Matt Lucas hasn't done one yet because he seems to be singing in his kitchen with Alfie Bow quite a lot. I love the combination of Michael Bourne and Alfie Bow. That's great. Let's go for some terrible celebrity albums. Number one, 1994, Naomi Campbell, Baby uh, Woman. I think I've listened to something. Which is a picture of Naomi Campbell on the toilet. Shaming her legs. Yes, apparently she released one signal which got, single which got to number 40. I'm going to listen to that one, I'll leave there. <laughs> Jeff Daniels Live and Unplugged. Can you listen to Jeff Daniels? <laughs> this is Jeff Daniels of um, Speed fame. <laughs> of Speed Newsroom and Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, yeah. Yes, him. Okay. Yes, live and unplugged to benefit the Purple Rose Theatre. Right. 
Oh, great. Clint Eastwood. Rawhide's Clint Eastwood <laughs> sings cowboy favourites from 1963. The Pink Power Ranger, Amy Jo Johnson, released The Trans-American Treatment in 2001. I mean, she can actually sort of sing, at least. Alyssa Milano, so go back up one and look at that one. Alyssa Milano, Look in My Heart. How old was she there? She, she actually 12. released four albums. Really? She looks 12 She was quite old. big. She was quite a big yeah. Yeah, musical star for a while. You might want to get one, that one for the DJ set. Cool. What, might be some one? 80s bangers on there. Oh, Gander. Four albums. Terrence Howard of Empire, which Keith hates. <laughs> Shine Through It, 2008. He looks like a pimp on that. And he's, just, he's called it Urban Country. Oh. Mr. T's Commandments, which I do want to own. 1984. It's a classic. And there's a great tune on there. Mr. T's Commandments should be played in schools across the country. <laughs> Steve from Blue's Clues released an album called Songs for Dust Mites. Shack Attack. Shack Diesel, 1993. Uh, who's that one? Tia Carrera. Uh, okay. She was from Wayne's World. World yeah. Yes, yeah. and she did that terrible Flower Croft rip-off TV series. Relic Hunter. Relic Hunter. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Brian Austin Green, wasn't he? A Power Ranger as well. Oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. No, he's in Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah, RDJ released an album. Well, I think I've heard that, you know. Joe Pesci released an album. Vincent LaGuardia Gambini sings Just For You. I mean, are these any better than Jason Manford? No, not so far. Macho Man Randy Savage, though, released Be A Man. (laughs) I'm sure he did. And, of course, Leonard Nimoy. Everybody knows Bilbo Baggins. Steven Seagal. He's released more albums than we can count, and they're all terrible. That ScarJo album's good. ScarJo's it's a cover. It's a load of Tom White. Uh, Tom White's cover. It's actually really good. Talking of big-headed men. He's a big He's he's a man with a large cranium. Was Seth MacFarlane. No one ever tells you. Which again, show tunes. Classic. It's all show tunes. Bruce Willis. He had quite Under a the bit of a musical. Yeah, he did that. Return of Bruno. Yeah, yeah. Bruno. Kevin Costner. Wow, I didn't know that. And Modern West Untold Truths. Hasn't Keith Sutherland got a project at the moment he's doing? Keith Sutherland's had a band for ages. He uh, usually gets a few of his celebrity mates. Glastonbury. Here's one for your album box. Burt Reynolds. I reckon that'd be quite good, you know. Ask me what I am. Wow! Oh, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins, composer, released on Classic of Hemp. Oh, no way. I imagine that's just him narrating things. Made by the lovely local lads, the City of Birmingham Symphony Orchestra. Okay. Yes. So it's his own compositions. What else we got, quickly? Uh, Muhammad Ali. Okay. Ali and his gang versus Mr. Tooth Decay. What? (laughs) It was basically him versus Teeth Decay. Oh, Melisandre released that. I I think I've heard some of her music, Melisandre. Last one to finish off. Carice Van Houten, See You on the Ice. Uh, this was pretty much in Game of Thrones peak time, wasn't it? Yeah, I, th- I think it's like Icelandic pop, so it's probably good. I, I, I'm, I'm gutted that, that Nick Berry just didn't get a mention in there whatsoever. Wins. Yeah, that's just shocking. It's like, Guy, what have you been up to? Why should you have been lacking the internet? <laughs> well, we never know. Um, Except listening to Emmanuel in a bathtub. Yeah, uh, I've had to resort to delving into the dark regions of the Skybox. Funny enough, Sky's causing me internet problems. However, I've still got Sky TV. Um, <laughs> so I've been delving into the dark world of Sky. It's like the dark net, but like just rubbish channels. So like as you venture further into the late 100s, the content gets weirder and weirder. Uh, I found a particular new favourite channel called Horse and Country, which is basically people 
cooking farm foods and things like that. And they a lot, a lot of equestrian, like a lot of equestrian. So I think I might have taken a fondness to equestrian. Do you now love horses? Well, are they the best of all the animals? This is what I'm hoping to read about. To be honest with you, while I listen to Emmanuel. Do you just want to shop at farm foods as well, now? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to move from the city to the country. Uh, yeah, I think I might, to be honest with you. <laughs> so we thought, as we sat around the living room today, um, which well, is a rarity, not yeah. much in a studio, we'd see what's on TV. We'll have a magical mystery tour around what's on the world of TV. Yeah, I think so. So what's currently on? We are on channel 182, is which it is... Ironside? Yes. Fragile is the house of cards. Everybody's favourite disabled detective. <laughs> yes, the man who's defeated by stairs. Um, plus why, right. why is the channel called True Entertainment Yet everything seems to be a detective show That's on this channel <laughs> oh, Laura, called True Detectives. This channel. She's always watching crime stuff on it But I think True Entertainment is for a TV Is a TV channel for people who hoped it hasn't gone past 1984 But they're reliving their glory days <laughs> mm. Doing a bit of research about Raymond Burr He did Perry Mason up until 1967 And then swapped over into Ironside straight afterwards so which one's Ironside? See the one in the in the wheelchair. Okay. <laughs> He's not just sat down for the entire show. <laughs> I didn't see the fact he was in a wheelchair. <laughs> right, so we're going to flick a few fashions. channels. There's some great fashions in this show. Murder she wrote. Jessica Fletcher killed all her friends because so, she is a bitch. And who's that? That's it's somebody slightly. Fa- Wasn't he in the Robocop movies? He's in Police Academy. Da, 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 da. Oh, was he also in Electric Dreams? Yes, he was. Yeah. Why does Jessica Fletcher have so many friends? She's a, <laughs> she's the biggest friend collector ever. <laughs> but all of her friends get murdered. This oh. is what I don't understand. It's every time she's out visiting somebody, guaranteed to die. I'm telling <laughs> you, they should serial killer. She's a serial killer. I'm just gonna yes. that man. I swear to God. That's on True Entertainment Plus One. On True Crime, 48, 48 hours. hours. Shelley's Last Breath. It's a true crime show. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, skip along. Fatal Attraction. On True TV. A woman <laughs> is... In a well, this isn't True TV because it's a fake story. Three o'clock, caught red-handed. <laughs> so a woman oh, is shot red bullet. Yes. There it is. Bolting bandits in Jersey City. Yep. More Fatal Attraction. The Wendy Williams Show. No, skipping. So this is talking about the new Real Housewives of Atlanta. Scrap oh, it, skip, Nini's skip. on it, Nini's on it. I have no interest in Nini. Who's Nini? Nini Leakes is from the Real Housewives of Atlanta and she's very irritating. I'm sure Phil Ellis right now wants to hit me, but... Was that just a rip-off Oprah? Is that NCIS spin-off from Jack? <laughs> yes, but I don't mean... What the, the wonder, dear? TV? Propeller TV shows Chinese shows in the mornings and then cartoons in the afternoons. I don't understand why this is, but apparently it's Vault of the Wonder Deer at the minute. Animated TV series telling the adventurous story of a hero Vault, the descendant of Deer King. This actually this looks quite terrible cool. flash animation level of quality. I mean, yeah, if I was a kid and I was watching this... You know what this is? This is the bargain basement copy DVDs, like Frozen, that you get. Yeah. Like, <laughs> in stuff like pound <laughs> shops. This is not it's snow monkeys. Yes. <coughs> so you've got a yak, a deer. Like, this is like what something is your your grandma will get your kids when she says, "Oh, you like that frozen thing? Oh, I, found, I, found I found this one." Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I'm riding that. I'm having this. I'm having this. Are we there yet? Is this the ice cube film? Yes, yes. the ice. Oh, 
This on movie's five star amazing. Plus one. Yeah, that, I didn't even that, know there was a five star. That's, a that's just one. cheating, putting on uh, a film in the middle yeah. of the afternoon. Oh, Columbo, we've hit the detective trivector. <laughs> it's just, let's just put something on from 30 years ago. Just, just, just remind me, Keith, why are we watching this? Oh, Law and Order, another classic. Oh, with some sort of turkey ad. Racing, here we go. No, adverts. Tom's Midnight Garden. At least it's a boy, four, three. That's a boy good. staying with his uncle <laughs> finds a strange garden that only it's appears a, a, at night. It's a movie. This is actually quite a good adaptation of it. What is that sci-fi like? Because uh, it's fantasy. Uh, I'm not but, but, 4pm, Last Starfighter, ultimate classic movie. And then yeah, Lara Croft Tomb Raider. <laughs> Not an ultimate classic. What's confusing me, Ryan, is the size of the um, descriptions. Because yeah. yeah. I'm used to the size of the descriptions being as big as the program is. Yeah. So it confuses me when like you've got this show looks bigger than the one coming after. Yeah. I'm confu- I'm size confused now. The zeal and Pasco. Let's see what's being made on how it's made. What is being made? So we've got ice cream clones, tent trailers, shoe polish, and pliers. Wow. Or non-iron shirts, not £60. <laughs> I don't mind shirts anywhere. I don't need to buy non-iron it's shirts. This, not only are the programmes on the channels terrible, the, the advertisements, advertisements are yeah. terrible as well. It's on the lovely channel Quest, which is a discovery re-shower. I, I must admit, I have watched Sci-Fi in the past. Oh, back to the detective. That is the only channel so far <laughs> that I've watched. They love their detective stuff yes. on these late 100 channels. And it's well, DL and Pasco. DL and Pasco. Fun fact, Pasco still drinks in the in the Plowing Harbour. He's a local boy. Oh, that's the Boring Clark's dead, isn't he? So yes, but he drinks in the Plowing Harbour. You wouldn't recognise him, though, would you? Probably not. Don't tell oh, the bride. Dave's favourite show, Don't oh, Tell the Bride. Yeah, there, there. Come on, we haven't dialed into the 200. Telly shopping. what's the sale? Telly shopping on the property show. So, so the channel is called The Property Show. How does that work? Yeah. But there is nothing but telly shopping on until 4pm when Dick Tracy comes on. Dick Tracy. <laughs> and then Flash put, put those, Put those on. They look pretty good. They, um, That's at 4pm, Keith. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to wait around on this channel. And Flash Gordon, Space and, Soldiers. And then 10 minutes of telly shopping again. Bones. Bones. Hey, Bones. The first five series were good and then they just let it run on for way too long. Is that old Donnie Wahlberg there? Say yes to the dress. Again. Again, more adverts. Excited about that, Colin? <laughs> Yay, Goldbergs. That, okay. that was good. My TV on screen. Never heard uh, of it. On screen brings you an overview of the latest cinema releases. Check out the interviews and exclusive clips from new movies that have made it to love, love Talk after that. Love season talk. five. I thought what? for a second that said Love Talks SS. Like this is going to be some kind of World War Two base. Oh, NCIS. Yes. More NCIS. Oh, The Only Way's Essex. No. Used to be good for the first two seasons. It was then never it took good. too serious. Foil's War. China Hour, Panda Tao Tao. Oh, baby pandas. Oh. Yeah. They're so cute. Return to the wild. This on 212 showcase. Oh, his little face. The young panda's physique equals that of an outstanding athlete. I'm not sure who's talking about pandas there. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen an athletic panda. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so but, cute. Oh, you just want to give that a hug, don't you? Is the reason you've not seen an athletic panda is because they're so fast you don't get to see <laughs> it. They're just a black and white blur. I love it. One of the selling points of this panda is he has very few parasites. Just a couple. Oh. What else we got? I want one as a pet. They're so cute. Oh, oh, oh your favourite. Where is Phil Mitchell on TV? It's an EastEnders omnibus from repeats of Dad. old... 
Danny episodes. Danny dies. Wait, isn't this Frankenstein? Isn't these are this old this episodes? Series? No, these no, are this older. would have been this week. I was gonna say this looks I'm like modern. Yeah, this would have been this week. A repeat of this week, of the week's events, it must why, be. Why does, as a primetime show, the EastEnders looks like it's been filmed on something worse <laughs> than somebody's camera phone? Sorry, you just <laughs> talked over that best bit ever. Somebody gets pulled out of the ambulance wearing light-up shoes with just on. <laughs> they put the cloth over her face, but just left the light-up shoes sticking out the bottom. How else were they supposed to know who it was? Oh, I mean, it's the doof doof. It was Ian. <laughs> they, don't, they don't do it because it goes into the next episode. Oh, Deadly 60. Wasn't this a kids' TV show? Yeah. I thought it was, yeah. What is that on Dave? It's still a good show. David Attenborough milk in those no, last few years. Anything with David Attenborough. If this is what kids have got on the telly when they're in, why aren't they outside? What's, what's Gringo Trouble So we're at 218, Vox Africa, Gringo Trouble Maker. John, a young man who's out to impress his girlfriend, engages a traditional healer to help him get rich. <laughs> Things go wrong for him when he actually meets Gringo, who disrupts everything. Wow. Uh, i tell you what, if you catch some of these um, African TV shows, some of them are stunningly <laughs> brilliant in, their, um, in the way they well, you, if you have ring, one from 330 you can see Battle Ring which is a Nollywood comedy I saw one once called F on and there was a photo frame and someone like photoshopped a, like, almost like superimposed a picture right. on top of the photo frame if anybody has recently watched the Goldbergs and they show like the old VHS footage where they've typed the subtitles in onto the screen like in a nice 1980s way these are those subtitles what is that man dressed as? looks like a peacock He's the traditional healer. Is he? Yeah. And I love it how the subtitles are not actually on the screen. This is 4 3, should be 4 3, and they've made it yeah. widescreen. He's asking to, to apply something on him, so I think at that point we should change the channel. Yes. Police oh, I love Spice. police interceptors. Where would TV be without crime? Oh. Catfish OMG oh. moments. No. More crime. No. More crime. No. Wild Asimbra. crime. Racing. Horse crime. Marple. Old crime. Crime. What is going on with all these detective shows in the middle of the day? It's clearly all the old people that sit and watch. crime. Oh. A crime Keeping up with the Kardashians. This is a crime against humanity. Oh my God. Keith, Literally. introduce what we're watching at this current moment. For the next time. three hours. Wait, if you go on again. Next oh, three hours. Oh. We've actually watched an episode of a show called Milf's Gone Wild, <laughs> which is just unbelievable in itself. <laughs> and it's Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah. And not the Star Trek version, unfortunately. Nor Robert. Well, I'm quite happy being left behind. Four in a bed. Um, sex crimes. Africa. <laughs> so, AIT International on 232. Spark Africa is a documentary showing different positive aspects of Africa. Okay. And with new subtitles going along the bottom. That's a bit boring. <laughs> I don't think the subtitles are actually connected to what's No, going they're on. news stories. Ugh, more more say crimes. yes to the dress. Yes. Cake boss. <laughs> Food crimes. Oh, a taste of love. On ABN oh, this TV. Sounds, I bet this is a soap. I bet this is a soap. Season yeah. one, episode 129. Uh, wow. That is not one season. That's a life. This just oh my God. Like Empire. This description. Patriarchs of two rival sugar growing families and former best friends are locked in an endless feud. 129 episodes of endless feud. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on for hours. Well, it's like a, it's like the EastEnders omnibus, isn't it? Yes. Flipping Vegas. Magazine oh, show. Ben, the magazine show. I love Ben. So the magazine show is all about events, celebrities, icons, and artists in the entertainment industry, filmed in glorious twenty-one by ten. 
It's it's been filmed by Ken, the videographer, who will do your wedding for 50 quid. <laughs> and he's even used the MIDI soundtrack from his wedding videos on this show. I've just got my video slider. I'll just transfer from one VHS cassette to the other. Here we go. Nice transition. I'm loving the cinematography on this. Let's put the camera on the bed and do a bit of filming. That's a really small TV. If I've got a laptop hotel, I'd be really annoyed by that. Why would you take footage of the shower curtain? Like someone's taking a picture of the, the bog as well. Imagine there's a floater left in there. Jim, though. Uh, we've, and we've, a pool. We've even gone past footage now. We're getting images <laughs> thrown on the screen. Let's go. Guys, let's book a holiday to Solitude Hotel. In Lagos. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, More keeping up with the Kardashians. Best, Best for you. <laughs> what? In life. This <laughs> man dressed up as an angel. This is a new show. So this is on Home and Health Plus One. Channel 240. Best funeral ever. In life, Judy was a bowler. In passing, she'll be remembered in the same fashion as a Sam Harlan <laughs> down the line for one final bowl. Oh, oh my, my god. god. What the hell is this? Is there another episode after this? There's a tiny what? little jacket. What? That's She's the, getting married that's to her husband. Oh my god. Oh my god, they're Owens and husband and wife. Yes. Oh my And they got them in suit and dress. Oh Christ on a oh bike. Jesus, wet. What? Are they even shadow puppets? Wow. Now, I mean, this is this is pretty extraordinary. I mean, I don't know what's worse. This on my life as an adult baby. What the hell is Treehouse Masters? What is this doing odd in the middle of the day, though? There's only one thing worse than crime dramas on telly, and that's reality TV shows. I think this is honestly the best thing we've found so far. This is amazing. But this is only season one, episode two, which means you can get this on series link. Oh, God, yes. What else you got? I'm just loving the little suit. How do they do do it? it? How oak trees are used in winemaking. More how do they do it? (laughs) With an appearance by one of... It looks yeah. like some really beautiful. Ex- open University presenter. Yes. How do they maintain the Eiffel Tower? Um, get into a Asian bit of food Street now with food. Luke More Diana Pasco. Uh, Traffic cops. Um, more crime. More, more food. Cooking Christmas. Mysteries of the museum on the travel channel. Okay. It's just finished, unfortunately. Uh, Shame about that one. Gordon Ramsay's Gordon Ramsay's food. Expedition Unknown. Ugh. Travel Channel plus one. Yeah. I mean, you see how like having no internet is seriously affecting my life. Yes! Porson Country! Hey. FBI woke up jumping in Leon. Yes. That's one of the beauties about being on Virgin, is I don't get Porson Country, <laughs> or I've never looked for it. I love it how they describe this catch all the action. What else, do we, ha- what else do we have on Porson Country? Coming up, we have Vet Essentials at 3pm, with Jenny Riddle gets advice from the top vents on how to care for your competition horse. Oh. At 4pm, it's far- Farming Sunday. On Saturday? Yes. You've, you've sold gym. me on this. Riddles Roundup, Sunshine Tour. That just sounds like something at the care home. Are we all hating on horse and country? Because I do not... No, I legitimately it. think this is the best channel we've found so far. Thank you. Thank you, Callum. I'm not hating on it. I just would choose never to watch it. Oh, <laughs> oh good night, Seahorse. Sleazy plonker Lindhurst. I actually, I actually thought this was only horse and horses for a second. Clo- is this what the closest they can do to anything actually related to the military? Is good night, Sweetheart. Second World War, no, horses TV. Arlie Ermy's what? Is that, like, the, the guy from... Um, 
Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. Wow. Then you get the Forces Sports Show. Yes, hang on, sorry, why is Goodnight Sweetheart on the Forces Channel? Because it's got it's in the Second World War. What? Okay, explain why the A-Team and Night Rider on the Forces <laughs> TV channel. And UFO. Yes. Because members of the A-Team used to be in the military <laughs> before Night they Rider. were renegades. And, and uh, yeah, and Knight Rider was um, somehow associated with the military in some How way. How about UFO? UFO. Knight Rider was a... Is there a military organisation? Wow. And they're showing a cow. So what would it be? Oh, are they showing the cows the way home or have they got confused with sheep? Well, according to this, is Bid Allen, Yisio, Leith, Kimru, Yngweld, Beth, Yuea, Piento, Trafford. Or Alan and Minia at the Welsh Dairy Show finding out what's under discussion and who takes the main prizes. I think I'll take some butter back to France. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's wrap this up. What does everybody want to watch? I'm, I'm going to say the funeral show. I'm going back I'm to saying the funeral, the funeral show. show. I think we need to go back to the funeral I'm, show. I'm afraid I'm going to have to say I'd rather watch paint dry. <laughs> or mysteries at the museum. You are heavily outvoted. <laughs> Alright, social media. I can see I'm why on. we've got Netflix. Best funeral ever, you missed it, yeah. yeah. Right, I'm bored of TV now. Let's so that's video. 240 Home Health Plus One. Keep your eyes out. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Callan, where can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at D-A-Y-N-E-S Radio, or one word. Keith? Stunned into silence after seeing what's on the deeper channels of TV. Uh, Hardluck underscore hotel on... Why is... Why... why <laughs> There's a scouser with a spotty face and an advert. That's just uh, Georgie Poor from Hollyoaks. No, not watch Hollyoaks. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to find out what this is advertising to me now. It's about skincare. Oh, okay. Cool. Not, I thought it was a spotty people. Because I thought Proactive was a, a yoghurt. <laughs> but there you go. Uh, hard look underscore hotel on Twitter without an underscore. Most places else go check it out. Guy. Guy underscore Halford. Uh, Twitter, Guy, Final Guy H, Instagram, and uh, Mixcloud, Google, uh, Mixcloud, look for Curiosity Crate for my Obscurities show. Right, you can find me online. You can find Ryan. Doing the catering at the best funeral ever. <laughs> uh, you can find Ryan. You can find me at Ryan. You can find me at Ryan Parrish. I'm losing my touch. On Twitter. Find the food blog at Brummy Gourmand on Twitter, that Instagram, Facebook, and at the website BrummyGourmand.com. That's too many people. And you can find us all online watching the best funeral ever on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. A yo chaub. How do you make a series if it's called the best funeral ever? Surely that's just one. <laughs> Maybe it's a competition to find the best funeral. Maybe ever. they win a prize at the end. <laughs> That'd be quite morbid. It's like Maybe hey. it's like the X Factor but with funerals. But anyway, don't forget to like, <laughs> subscribe, share, comment. It really helps us in the rankings. And we'll see you in a few weeks. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. If you'd like to join our listener supporters, please join us at patreon.com forward slash Brum Radio.